Welcome to Candidate Conversations 2023, a closer look at the candidates running for the Webster Grove School District Board of Education and some of the issues that impact our community. I'm your host, Arnold Stricker from St. Louis in Tune on 92.9 KWRH. And now let's hear from the candidates. Tara Shear joins us this morning. She is running for the Webster Groves School District Board of Education. Tara, good morning. Good morning. Tell us a little bit about yourself, if there are individuals in the community who may not know you. Sure. So I currently serve on our school board. I was elected last year, last April, to serve um, the remaining year of a vacated school board term. And I have a long history with our community. I've lived here for most of my life. Um, I went to school here. I went to the same schools my kids now go to. So I have a third grader at uh, Bristol and a seventh grader at Hickson. And um, my professional background is in strategy and market research. And I've worked in, uh, you know, large global corporations for most of my career. And why are you running for the Board of Education again? Right. So as I mentioned, I was just elected last year. So I've been serving for less than a year so far. And in that time span, I've really focused on um, building strong working relationships rooted in trust and respect, not only with my board colleagues, but also our administrators, our teachers, and our parents. Um, And I've invested time just understanding the complexities of our school district. So I've spent a lot of time in our school, in every school building in our district, just to understand each school's unique culture. I've attended trainings, um, conferences, lots of meetings, um, and I've really pushed myself to focus on areas where I think there's an opportunity for me to learn and grow as a a board member. Um, So I've volunteered to serve as a liaison in nine different organization areas in our district. I serve on five district committees. I'm a liaison to two of our schools, as well as the special school district and the city of Rock Hill. So I've invested um, a lot of time and energy into learning and understanding everything about my role in our school district. And I'm looking forward to putting that to further use for a full term this time uh, for three years. Okay. Discuss two or three areas the district is doing well and two or three areas the district needs to improve upon. Yeah. Um, So. I think, you know, one of the best things about our school district is our teachers and staff. We have amazing teachers who are incredibly dedicated to our children, and um, I think that's a really big strength of our district. I also think that our district's um, dedication to equity when it comes to education is very important as well, Um, and also our willingness, you know, when you look, when, when, when you think about our leadership team in our district, there's a real willingness to adapt and change and to do what's best for our kids. And I think that's a huge strength. And then, you know, there's the financial aspect too, where I think that we have a very strong financial standing. Um, we were just recently re- re- received the S&P global rating of a double A plus. And I think, um, we're one of seven districts across the state to receive that rating or higher. So I think there are a lot of positive things going on in our school district. Um, as far as areas of focus in the future, I think that we constantly need to be focusing. Of course, you know, everything we do is for the success of our students. And particularly now as the world is changing 
faster than ever before. We need to really think about how, you know, what, how we can support our students and what skills and knowledge they're going to need post-graduation. So in 13 years, our world changes drastically. And so I think it's important to focus on, again, you know, tradition. what are those things that complement their traditional education in terms of adaptability, problem solving, just the skills they're going to need to really be successful, however they define that success in the future. Um, I also think, you know, going back to our teachers, while we have excellent teachers, and I think that's a huge strength in our district, there is a national teacher shortage, and it's particularly, um, it's a little bit worse in Missouri right now. So I think we do need to focus on build, ensuring that our culture as a school district retains the teachers we have, but also allows us to attract um, new teachers, because I think that's going to be harder and harder to do in the coming years. Okay. What factors do you use to measure or determine how well the district, a building, teachers, are, or students are doing? So I think this is a great question. <laughs> um, I don't think that there's just one data point or one metric you can use. I mean, when you're looking at, when you're evaluating anything, you have to look at multiple points of data. And I, you know, I know the... Uh, annual performance report just came out from the state and our district did really well. Um, and that even, you know, the metrics that that are being used to determine the annual performance report have changed. Um, but I think it's really looking at outcomes and growth. To me, that's how you measure things. It's not necessarily what happens at one point in time or what happens on this one particular test, but let's look at everything comprehensively and see what's changing and what's different over time. And then that helps you pinpoint on where you need to improve. Okay. What is your opinion on state efforts to put individual requirements or restrictions on local school districts? Um, so I think this is a really important issue. Um, like I said, I've lived in this community for most of my life. And, you know, throughout those years, we're, we're a community. We're a community of people with lots of different opinions and perspectives, but we've always, always come together to support our schools. And I think it's really important that our school district reflects the needs of our own local community. And we trust our educators to do that. Um, I don't, I think that some of the legislation that's coming at, at the state level right now um, really is duplicative. I mean, today parents have access to anything parents want access to in our school district. There's nothing hidden. There's nothing they don't have access to. But really, some of these bills um, basically put a lot of undue work on or ex a lot of extra work on our teachers and administrators to um, with reporting and uploading curriculum and and that sort sort of thing. So I really do think that it it, it it's an important it's very important that we ensure that our local school district reflects our local community. What is your role as a board member when you disagree with a policy or the application of a policy and how would you go about resolving your concerns? Um I think this is really important. I think that um you know, ultimately, as a board, you want to be moving in the same direction. It doesn't mean that people can't have different opinions or perspectives, but I think that's why it's so critical to 
to have very strong working relationships with your board colleagues. And those relationships really do have to be, as I said earlier, rooted in trust and respect. We all have to trust that we're doing, that whatever we're doing, we're doing in the best interest of our students. And um, I think it's important to compromise and negotiate and try to work together to find something that we can all stand behind. And if that can't happen, then it's even more important that whoever is in disagreement still can support what we're doing as a board because, that again, that's just in the best interest of our school district and our kids. So what can people expect from you on this Board of Education? Um, well, I've been working extremely hard <laughs> the past uh, 11 months or so, and I can I want to continue doing that. I, As I said, I think there are some areas that are really important that we need that we should be focusing on as a school district, but also from a community standpoint. I think, you know, there are opportunities for the board to engage more with our community. And I want to explore ways that we can do that because I think, you know, going back to your question about, you know, what's happening at the state level and how that affects our local school district, I think it's important that we really make sure that our community has strong support for our schools so we can um, you know, make sure that we are we are reflecting our local community. If individuals want to know more about your candidacy and your campaign, what should they do? Um, they can visit tarashear.com, T-A-R-A-S-C-H-E-E-R.com, or they can follow me on Facebook. Um, it's Tara Shear for WG School Board, I think. <laughs> Webster Grove School Board. I'm on Facebook. I'm not, I can't remember the exact... Uh, handle for that. Okay. Tara, thank you very much for coming in and talking to us today. <laughs> thank you. You've been listening to Candidate Conversations 2023 with your host Arnold Stricker from St. Louis in Tune. Please vote on April the 4th. Candidate Conversations is a service of 92.9 KWRH Radio. Stay tuned for more conversations with the candidates on 92.9 KWRH. KWRH.